Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson. Pete, how are you doing today? E, hey, you've Go moved on. your camera down so I can see your guns. Look at those oh, muscles. Nice. Have you been uh, working out, Chris? Look at those hunky, hunky muscles. I've been lifting various things into the studio. I uh, very stupidly ah. got an, a fridge for the studio the other day. And uh, for some reason, I ordered it to my apartment and I was going to put it in the car. This is a true story. I went to put the fridge in the car and it turned out I'd left the lights on overnight and the car battery was dead. I couldn't get in the car. I wanted to kill someone. And so I had to carry the fridge. And, you know, the 10 minute walk to the studio took like an hour because I was carrying this fridge. and It was so heavy. I mean, it's a fridge for God's sake. It's not like a mini fridge, an actual fridge carrying it through Sendai. 34 degrees Celsius, people looking at me like I'm a maniac, sweat dripping. It was like Man of Steel competition or whatever the hell like they call Atlas, it. Atlas, like a big Atlas stone, but it's a smeg. It's like that, yeah. <laughs> but it's a smeg. And uh, yeah, I'd say that's that's why my muscles look good. Well, look, and it works for me. Works for me, mate. Works for me. I'm enjoying it. I'm drinking the, the, the pythons in. <laughs> But I, I just felt so embarrassed. I uh, had to get this guy to come and uh, bloody put the, you know, charge the battery on the car, give it the jump. Right. And I just looked like such a twat. But, you know, he's, he's seen it all before, someone leaving their lights on. I was I was shooting in the car video the other day, and I put the overhead lights on above me to illuminate the interior a little bit. Mm. And then I left them on. And, uh, yeah, don't do that. Easily done. Does it really? So, like, one light... That's on for one like light. a day. That that just kind of absolutely drains the battery. Just one light. That's all it takes. I know, right? It was on for two days, and then it hmm. was, and then the car was done. Um, These car are LEDs as well. Suck. Yeah, I don't know really. I don't know why it was so bad. Hmm. It's a pretty small light, but there you go. So embarrassing yeah. stuff, and I paid the price. So I learned a valuable lesson, though. Not not to do that again. Yeah, especially well, on the day I, that I order a fridge next time. But the studio's taking shape. It's got a fridge. <laughs> It's filled with cheese, and I had Natsuki come over the other day, and he was astonished that there's there's now like a room to film him. He was yeah. so happy. He danced in front of the projector. You can see that video on Twitter and Facebook, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, of Natsuki <laughs> dancing, having a whale of a time. <laughs> yeah, it's great. 
cheesy yeah. fridge. Because uh, usually, like, um, creators, when they get their own studio and they get their own little mini fridge, mm. they're, uh, they they fill it full of energy drink. But, um, you know, they, <laughs> like, at the moment, it's like you've, you've filled yours full of fromage, rare fromages. It's filled, it's filled with French camembert, cheddar mm. cheese, and a six-pack of Heineken. And that's that. <laughs> the leftovers of, of uh, two nights ago when Natsuki came to visit. Heineken's good, isn't <laughs> it? I love Heineken. Can't go wrong with Heineken. But look. It's a solid on, choice. On the most recent episodes of the Broad Japan podcast, Pete Donaldson ate chocolate granola and talked about his mm-hmm. ASMR obsession with hair yep. combs and women Correct. touching hair combs. Sexy. And... I've got ASMR this week because look. Oh, what's that? Is that, that, that chicken or mango or butter? What, what, is that, that chicken or mango? It's mango. I don't know what it is. Is it mango? Yeah, mango. you love a bit of mango. You can tell from the audio that it's mangoes, right? Just just the bang. Mm. I mean, you realise that this isn't like Japanese, uh, Japan specific. I mean, we do have dried mangoes where we are. Yeah, I mean, what? I'm looking at it. It's just, it's just dried mangoes, and I mean, Chris is just eating mango on mm. on the show now. You know, I can get away with a, a sneaky little um, bit of granola here and there, but uh, Chris has decided to just jam a, a couple of slices of uh, mango into his <laughs> into his kite. It's good though, isn't it? <laughs> it is I, pretty good. Do you want me to I do this? Should I do the story? Shall I do the story, Chris? Go on then. I'll, I'll eat Chris the mangoes. I'll, I'll eat the mangoes. You do the story. Good luck. I believe. Is, it, is your is your mango quite healthy? Because you're looking at the back quizzically, looking at the uh, nutrient. It tastes great, but it's drenched in sugar, so I suspect it's yeah, uh, it's yeah, far from not, not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got a, a message from from uh, Chris from Aberdeen. He says, hi, Chris and Pete. I'm a long-time listener. I'm a first-time faxer from Scotland, Aberdeen. Uh, I've uh, heard many stories on this podcast of people being worried or concerned about being tattooed as a tourist in Japan. So I thought I'd share an experience from my very first trip to Tokyo back in 2014. I was about three days away from flying home, and at the time I remember feeling a little homesick and lonely as a solo traveller. I'd sadly had a few negative experiences of people pointing at me on the street and a few remarks in bars as I'm heavily tattooed, usually from older men. It could just be that you're Scottish, Chris. I mean, my mate from Aberdeen in Scotland, he gets the same, to be quite frank, (laughs) down in London. Uh, Something I would normally shake off, uh, but it added to how I was feeling at the time, and I don't wish to be insensitive insensitive to anyone's culture knowing tattoos are a bit taboo. I decided to go on a nighttime walk towards Tokyo Sky Tree to get some pictures during the night views as one of the last things I was yet to take off my tourist spot list um, or tourist spots list rather. I had reached my destination of Tokyo Sky Tree and I enjoyed the views of Tokyo until it became incredibly busy with tourists, locals and elderly Japanese tourists that all seemed to come in on coach tours, I presume from other parts of Japan. I decided to make my way back down the tower and head home for an early night to get up early and make the most of the time I had remaining on my trip. I patiently waited as lines started to form for elevators going down when I was suddenly directed to my elevator by a white-gloved guard. I was first in before I knew the elderly Japanese coach tourists followed behind, filling it up. It was a warm night, and uh, I was in a T-shirt, as my pasty Scottish body cannot handle humidity <laughs> at all. I decided to hold my arms behind my back, hiding my tattooed arms, so as to not to make anyone around me uncomfortable sharing the trip down to the ground floor with me. The doors closed, everyone politely faced forward, minding their own business, when suddenly I felt two hands grasp around my right arm. To my complete oh, surprise, a small elderly woman pulled my arm out from behind 
behind my back and started running her finger down my arm in examination of the colours and line work decorating my arm. In broken English, she said, beautiful, which made me breathe a sigh of relief. At uh, this point, many of our elderly friends were now looking at our, uh, our way, and before I knew it, I was being pulled around the already cramped elevator, being shown off to everyone, with their husbands looking on, giggling and rolling their eyes. I then decided to, <laughs> they decided to pull up my T-shirt sleeve of uh, my left arm, where I have a portrait of my grandmother from when she was young. I pointed to this and said, Grandamunda, uh, which resulted <laughs> in the elevator echoing the sounds of these older women saying, Obachan, Sagoy, and a chorus of, eh? We then go to a stop, exited the elevator, and they hurried onto their t- tour coach, waving me goodbye with huge smiles on their faces, which, needless to say, warmed my heart. Made my day and snapped me right out of my mindset of those last few days of my trip. I've since been extremely lucky to have visited on multiple trips since then uh, and never had any worries with anyone or concern for my heavily tattooed appearances, uh, or appearance rather. Thanks for all that you do, Chris and Pete. Please keep it up. All the best, Chris from Aberdeen. Very enjoyable. Enchanting some old ladies with a tattooed visage, a tattooed uh, reproduction of a grandma. Enjoyable. Super Rashidus now. Super Rashidus, isn't it? That's nice. Fantastic. What a lovely story. No, what a lovely, a lovely story. Time. I just like the fact that, you know, people do have worries. They do have concerns about their uh, tattoos. And obviously, Chris is feeling a little bit isolated as he was uh, heading downstairs uh, from the top of the Tokyo High uh, Sky Tree. But uh, then, you know, old lady just did a bit of molestings, <laughs> did a bit of strokings. Well, it's those kind of encounters that define a trip, isn't it? I, yes, I must say, like, that's, that's, that's what defines a good trip for me. Okay. A tra- mm. Like traveling in general, it's the uh, oh, mango is good. It's the people you meet along the way. It's those weird encounters. It's the people that offer you biscuits in a field. It's the women that exclaim at your tattoos and go, eh. It's those things that matter. <laughs> yeah. you know, meeting those people. <laughs> Love it. That's beautiful. I, uh, on a completely unrelated note, my uh, friend, good friend Chaki, messaged me earlier today. You remember Chaki, right? From the uh, Sapporo trip from last year. She was down in uh, London briefly, went for a quick drink with her and her uh, uh, fiancé. Lovely oh, block. Lovely woman. Wonderful, Fantastic. Yeah. She got Jackie's very drunk awesome. on one drink. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Jackie. She's awesome. She's got a great channel mm. as well. Um, just simply called Jackie, mm. I think. But uh, in England, she, I think. Yeah, she, she messaged me with a video showing some idol girls dancing, trying mm. to promote taking vaccines. Um, you know, in Japan, they've got mascots for everything. Now they've got an idol group to try and promote bloody vaccines. I'll see if I can right. find the video, but uh, can't say I was surprised. Japan's not had a good week with vaccines. A lot of the uh, Moderna, two, I think two or three batches of Moderna vaccines turned out to be contaminated. They looked in right. the vial of the uh, the vaccine. They saw something floating in it, like a black scorpion. Speck. A scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shot. It's a... Uh, Okinawan sake but uh, yeah no there was something floating in the vaccines so they had to recall I think something like a million vaccines or something ridiculous yeah. three batches and I've had quite a few friends that I know who uh, were getting vaccinated this week that caused the panic and one good friend unfortunately didn't get his vaccine because his batch uh, was I think contaminated so bumpy week but don't worry some idle girls dancing around That'll definitely encourage people. <laughs> um, I'm looking at it now. It's, there's, there's five girls dressed up like cheerleaders on this TV screen, and it says, let's go, minna de wakachin. Let's get wakachin. a vaccine, everyone. Yeah, vaccine let's in Japanese vaccine. is uh, wakachin. Ah, wakachin. 
Black which I always cool. find just sounds a bit comedic. Black. <laughs> I just picture someone getting punched in the chin. Wax yeah. chin. Whack a chin, Whack a chin isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, I, I mean, you've got to remember. I mean, with all these kind of like, you know, I, I had that um, Indian batch that wasn't ratified for um, European consumption, so to speak. I'm looking at it now. You show me the video of the lasses dancing around. They're dressed as kind of like hair Mickey cheerleaders, and they're cheerleading the <laughs> uh, charge for um, the Whack a chin vaccine, which is very exciting indeed. <laughs> oh, <good God. laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a big rollout. You're going to get problems when it comes to, uh, you know, batches. This is the biggest rollout of vaccines in the world ever. So, look, if there's a couple of uh, vials that have got black stuff floating in it, just break through that permafrost and get that muck in your arms. That's what I say. Absolutely. And on a (laughs) a slightly more positive note, do you remember, I think last week we talked about Natsuki on Cameo? Well, we launched Mm. it, Pete. It's done. He's now on Cameo. He's there. He's had like... 100 people sending videos <laughs> and it's he's just been so overwhelmed so he came over the other day as i mentioned to the studio and we got his cameo up and running right and uh he's, he's pretty good at it though he's great like he'll hit people say it's my cat we got i think we got one of them it was, it was a dog's birthday a dog <laughs> uh some a couple wanted to celebrate their dog i think they're from essex as well uh and they okay, said right. they're, they're from a town near you but uh, Sanatsky sent their dog a happy birthday, and uh, they were very happy for what I understand. Oh, but it's going well. Horrible. It's going well. Natsuki on Cameo. Check him out, ladies and gentlemen. Although I think I'll he got so overwhelmed, now. he's put it on hold temporarily because he's just a bit overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great, though. It's a great start. Who knows? Maybe yeah. this could be uh, a new business for Natsuki. Well, not so good Hopefully. news front. A uh, visually impaired Paralympian was hit by a self-driving bus this week in Tokyo. Toyota is currently trying to roll out automatic uh, autonomous shuttle buses, and it's been going quite well. But unfortunately, one of them did hit uh, an Olympian. uh, It's said to be Japanese judo athlete Aramitsu Kitazono. Uh, The 30-year-old fell and will need two weeks to recover from his injuries after being treated at the village clinic. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the bus banged into him, apparently. What's strange, though, is there were two people on the bus to sort of keep an eye on it, two supervisors. So it's autonomous, mm. but it still, you know, needs someone watching it. Um, right. And they noticed the athlete, but they thought he would stop walking as the bus was approaching. Uh, oh, but then didn't the bus didn't. Impaired. Well, yeah, but the bus did stop. But then the operators pressed the start button as they did not think he would walk out onto the road. So it actually sounds more like human error than the self-driving bus, which did stop. So yeah, long story no, short, agree. long live the automatic autonomous shuttle bus. It's pretty not exciting. Ideally. Yeah, I mean, you think that the safeguards are kind of... Uh, what makes you laugh is like the humans are always behind it. Like I'll use like a sporting analogy of like VAR, the video assistant referee. Um, everyone was sort of very excited about the possibilities of, you know, there never being ever a mistake being made in football again. And of course, <laughs> you can only go far, so far down the bloody line uh, and and there's always a human in the link somewhere and that's the weak link because humans are fallible. Um, so maybe we just need to sort of understand that, celebrate that and let's not run over Paralympians. That's what Absolutely. I would say. The values of Pete Donaldson, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Don't run over mm-hmm. Paralympians. I think it's exciting. I do think it will be good for the world to have auto- autonomous transport. I mean, I when I came out to the UK a few years ago, I rented a, a really nice car because mm. well, the one time I drive a nice car is when I come back to the UK. 
it it's, right. it kind of heightens the excitement of driving like an Audi <laughs> or a BMW or something. Um, and also, it's very cheap. Sixth rent a car, very cheap. But uh, oh, I rented yeah. an Audi, and it had some sort of inbuilt system that would break for me. So I was coming up close to a car at one point, and uh, yeah, my my driving wasn't that good that day. But the car took <laughs> over and came to a stop on my behalf. And at yeah. first, it was a bit jarring. I thought the car just broken. But after it happened a few times, I was I was like, wow, it's actually better than I am. So I'm all for autonomous transport. I think it could be a, a big I, deal. In this situation, I'm not, Chris, because it sounds very much like you were going, what's that? I'm going to test this out. I'm going to run, <laughs> try and run a pedestrian over. I'm going to go really deliberate. fast into this. Oh, it no. Deliberate. <laughs> I did do something very stupid, though. Um, so, yeah, when I, when I come back, I rent these cars. And it's not that much. I think it was like £30 to rent like a BMW mm. for a day, which what, yeah. like five thousand $5,050. Not that bad and mm. so i rent these really nice cars and i rented a mercedes so i wanted to just try and i just want to try and drive every car i can when i come back so i <laughs> rented a mercedes for like two or three days and i've been in it for 10 minutes i got on the motorway tapped the accelerator and i got pulled over for speeding for the first oh, time in my life uh, in the uk doing, and i the police no, officer mate. came over and uh, i i i remember just laughing like, because I was like, it's ironic. I've only had this car 10 minutes. And he, he was like, I, it's not funny. I, Give me I, a I license. It's not funny. I don't care. You're still getting, funny. <laughs> You're still getting in big but, trouble, uh, buddy. I, uh, yeah, big mistake. But um, <laughs> big mistake. don't underestimate the, the power of the Mercedes. Good God. No. Yeah. Just don't try and run people over is, is my only advice as well. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Valleys of the Braun Japan podcast. We'll be back in a moment with the fax machine and your messages. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. 
Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Transfer deadline day. Ashwood City are drifting under manager Sven Joran Eriksson and chief executive Patrick Nolan is willing to do whatever it takes to turn things round. Oh, look, it's just for a season or two, you know. We, we get them really cheap, you know, 10% of what they're worth in some cases. And, I mean, the sponsors it would attract as well as the cash out. Patrick Nolan, MBE, stop talking. This is a fucking Tevez and Mascherano player heist, pal. <laughs> In the award-winning football mockumentary, The Offensive, the thick of it meets the Premier League, and things are about to reach breaking point in the boardroom. That's the rules, Woody. Oh, so now we like the rules, do we? Woody, you can't just move a piece and make up how to play. Well, you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. Look, move that back. Fucking get off. Don't touch my pizzas. You're cheating. You're cheating. Cheating. That's an invasion of my pieces, that. Stop fingering my bishop. You don't know where he's been. It's not... Oh... Start your Ashwood City journey and listen to The Offensive wherever you get your podcasts. The Offensive is a stack production. And we're back. What have we got this week, Mr. Dawson, in the fax machine? We got a fax from Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Chris and Pete. My question is regarding what the camping laws are like in Japan. Are you able to camp anywhere in Japanese forests or are there specific designated sites that you have to reserve? Are there any public lands in Japan that there are here in the U.S. national parks? Thanks so much, Matt. Can you just, Chris, can you just sort of like plonk yourself down in the middle of nowhere uh, in the tent? There must be rules, surely. The Japanese love a rule. I feel like it's more difficult here than it is in other countries. I... I really, I really have no knowledge of this sector, though. I've never done camping in Japan. I was talking to a friend the other day. I realised I haven't gone camping since I was like seventeen or eighteen, so yeah. like half a lifetime ago. Uh, I've forgotten what it's like the the sort of thrill of waking up in a sleeping bag in a tent on a cold winter's oh, morning. I just, Forgot what that I feels just like. Cannot do it anymore. I cannot. I've not, not been in a tent since a festival in like ten. No. God, God, 15 years ago, I cannot do the camping thing. Maybe I'll go back to it as an older man, but I just cannot handle. I'd rather just drive and just sleep in my car, to be quite frank. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a lot of effort. I would rather sleep in a cheap hotel, to be honest, and have the, the warmth <laughs> of a wonderful shower. Um, mm. But no, I, I do know Tokyo Lens Norm did a, a few videos on that subject, so go and check his uh, videos out. He did do some camping. I can't say I'm going to be doing camping anytime soon. But what I might do is rent a camper van and go mm. traveling and, uh, you know, drive around a little bit and experience the thrills of a camper van. So that might happen. But yeah, I do think that there are plenty of places, plenty of places you can go camping. So don't worry. Yeah. It's not going to be as difficult as you think to uh, to do that. We've got one here from Josh, Mickey and Max. This is, hi guys. My name's Josh. I'm a New Zealander living in Hyogo, Japan with my wife and son. Over the weekend, we stopped at a convenience store and a little van pulled up next to us. The man driving had a little poodle on his lap 
and was feeding his very excited dog a packet of coolish. What? What? <laughs> it was a hot day and the dog seemed to be loving it. I think it was the standard vanilla flavour. Have you ever had any unusual pet sightings in Japan? From Josh, Mickey and Max. There you go, Pete. Finally, someone uh, who appreciates coolish as much as you do. A poodle dog. A dog. <laughs> Dogs love coolish. ice cream. Dogs, I mean, if you've ever, uh, I think um, ice creams in moderation are, are okay for dogs. But uh, yeah, if you if you ever sort of feed ice cream, they love the sensation of the, of the coldness and the creaminess of the uh, of the milk. And oh man, I want ice cream now. <laughs> I want a coolish. <laughs> bet you out loud. I bet you bloody do. I mean, <laughs> I I've had I've had like three unusual sightings. Number one. Perhaps the le- the least weird was just I saw someone, some guy walking their cat on a leash. People do that here. Mm, and yeah, they, they walk, they take their cat for a walk, which I've never seen in the UK, and I think would no. be considered to be a little bit weird. I've also yeah, seen a guy sort of see people with like cats on their head, or uh, <laughs> but they're very much sort of saying, "Look at me, look at what I'm doing." I remember going on uh, mm. on a uh, to a mate's wedding in New York, and it was my first trip to America ever. Um, flew over there. You know, but did the usual stuff then by state building, uh, Statue of Liberty, uh, all that stuff, um, and then Thirty Rock, and and then uh, I saw a man with a cat on his head, and he, <laughs> uh, and I was like, wow, that is, yeah, that I mean, that is the thing that I'm, uh, that I remember more, you know, over the top of everything more, else, just a man with a cat else. on his head. He knows. Well, what I did he's see, doing. I did see that guy pushing a cat, uh, pushing a pram, sorry, or a stroller. Stuff mm. full of cats. There was about two dozen cats in it wow. through Harajuku, the cat pram man that's in the cat pram documentary, man. Cat Nation. Um, <laughs> very surreal. Don't really know why he does it. But um, I also saw a man walking a tortoise, his pet tortoise, which has a nappy on, that he walks through oh, no. the park at Hirosaki in Aomori. Also saw a guy in Akihabara uh, walking his pet duck around on a leash. Just duck <laughs> just duck. stomping around. Yeah. Oh, There's lots dear. of... Interesting, lots of animal stuff going on. Goings on. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to see something weird. Trust me, when it comes yeah. to animals, when you come to Japan, uh, we got one in from Nick. Over to you, Mister Dawson. Hello, Nick. Hi, Chris and Pete. What are some of the places you've been uh, to where companies in other countries would normally rip you off once you've passed through the gates, but not in Japan? Did they charge an arm and a leg for popcorn at the movie theatres? How about theme parks? Keep the great work, guys. And Nick, I can't think of anything to be honest. Like. I mean, everything's a rip-off everywhere, but I would say that most Japanese kind of places... I would sort of use the robot restaurant as a very good example, where you get food in there, your fried chicken and your popcorn and your, and your booze and stuff that like food. that. Yeah, but it's actually... It's terrible, but it's actually quite affordable food. You know, they don't... Because they know that you're a, a sitting duck. You know that they can they can sort of just sell you what you want. Um, I think that, 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 that that's quite rare. That the food mm. isn't absolutely astronomical, the food and the drink. Uh, but then again, you do get like quite aggressive um, cover charges on some smaller bars as well. That's true. Um, yeah. mm. I think I, I I do think Japanese restaurants dining out is a lot cheaper here than yeah. it is like in the UK or the US because right. there's no tipping, right? So that's a good example mm. of that, I guess. Uh, mm. No tips to pay, but it can go the other way. Like there's uh, some parks often charge you, like uh, Shinjuku Park. Which is a really beautiful park in the middle of Shinjuku. Got to pay to go in though, which feels a little mm. bit cheeky. You don't have to pay for Harajuku. Sorry, you don't have to pay for um, uh, Yoyogi park. park. You don't have to pay for that mm. one. Although, do you remember the guy who didn't charge foreigners to come in Shinjuku Park? Do you remember? Yeah, there was a ticket booth guy, 
And he claimed he was so scared of foreigners that he never charged them when they came to the park. And they worked out that it cost <laughs> Shinjuku Park losses of around, was it like $200,000 or something? Yeah, yeah, he had to, um, I think he lost his pension over He lost it, his pension, is, yeah. Uh, very sad, very sad. So there you go, if you're, if you're a foreigner, you can intimidate the staff and get into Shinjuku Park for free. <laughs> if or, you want. Or you used to be able to in the good old so days. Yeah, yeah, well, there's something to do, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah. no, I think uh, for the most part, Japan does sort of equal out uh, mm. to the to the UK and uh, uh, to the US. Public transport, pretty pricey as well here, unfortunately, especially bullet trains, oh, yeah. pretty pricey. Mm. But uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Braun Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in the next few days to do it all over again. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you. Once again, right here on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 